Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, We're going to start a new portion of the Word of God today. Uh, You know, we've spent quite a number of episodes. I don't even know how many. I have somewhat organized, (laughs) if if you look on the podcast, uh, if you want to like look at all the giant, you can start with a certain number of the podcast and listen to all of them. If you can't find what you're looking for, just send me a note and I'll help you find it, okay? But today we're going to look at uh, 1 Timothy. I have a couple of reasons for doing this, and I think we're supposed to go there. And so we'll do 1 Timothy and likely go straight through to 2 Timothy and probably all the way uh, even through Titus, okay? These are often referred to as the pastoral epistles, you know. And when you say things like that, it just, uh, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but connotation sometimes uh, in people's mind. Uh, Paul is speaking to Timothy. That's what it boils down. And Paul is telling Timothy some things. And when we hear these pastoral things, we're thinking, okay, this is what the pastor is supposed to do. And everyone's supposed to have a pastor to speak like this. And that's not what the Scripture says. I think even the title communicates things that are wrong when we give titles like that. And a lot of it is just reflective of how we operate as the body of Christ. And so much of that is unbiblical, okay? So what I thought we'd do today is just read the first couple of verses of 1 Timothy and then jump back over into Acts to look at something real quick. And maybe we'll get through all this uh, in one setting, maybe not. So here is 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1. It says this, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, according to the commandment of God our Savior, and of Christ Jesus, who is our hope, verse 2, to Timothy, my true child in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father, and Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, quite often when we have these greetings at the beginning of the letters or when we have the goodbyes at the end of the letters, we have a tendency to just want to blow through it real quick and say, okay, he's saying hi, he's saying bye, that's it. And we do that to our harm and our discredit because there's so much to be gleaned here. And perhaps we'll touch on that more in the next episode of just what was being said here. But for now, uh, as was the style at this time, at the very beginning, the writer announced who he was, which really makes sense. I never have understood why in the way that we write letters, we'll say, hey, Bubba, and then we'll write this whole letter and sign it, you know, goofus at the end. You have to sort of look at the end to see who's actually written you, you know. Well, here he says Paul at the beginning, and he's writing to Timothy. And he describes Timothy as his true child in the faith. His true child in the faith. Well, when you read that, just at a surface reading, you would think, oh, well, (coughs) Timothy must have come to the faith through Paul. Well, that may or may not be right, you know. So let me take us back to Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, and Paul is traveling. Okay, he's on a journey. You know, he had several journeys, and he's on a journey. And verse 1 says this, Paul came also to Derby and to Lystra, and a disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. Well, we just answered a question right there if we pay attention to it. In 1 Timothy, he calls him his true son in the faith, but that's not speaking of the fact that Timothy came to the faith 
through Paul. Because when Paul comes to Derby and Lystra here, Timothy is described as a disciple. It says, and a disciple was there named Timothy. Timothy already believed when Paul came into town. So why does he describe him as the true son of the faith? Well, we'll see in just a moment. So we learn something about Timothy here. He's the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, okay, who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. So the idea being that his father was not a believer, but his mom was. Very, very common today, right? Then verse 2. And he was well spoken of by the brethren who were in Lystra and Iconium. So not only is he described here uh, as a disciple by Luke who's writing Acts, but he acknowledges that the other brethren, the other believers, spoke very highly of Timothy. And that would be in relationship to his faith. Now verse 3. Paul wanted this man to go with him. He wanted Timothy to go with him. You know, quite often Timothy is described as being very young, et cetera, et cetera. As we'll see later on in First and Second Timothy, there's all sorts of little hints and less than little hints. It's just declarations when Paul says, uh, don't let anybody look down upon your youth, that Timothy was younger. Okay, he was younger, but he wasn't this nine-year-old. He's described here. He wanted this man. Now, what a man in a Jewish mindset Hebrew mindset is much different than what we consider to be men. Again, I think to our detriment. I was sharing this with a piano student this week. Uh, this is a fine young man. He's a great guy. I've known him since before he was born, right? And uh, he's 13 years old. And he's just turned 13 somewhat recently. And I told him, I said, you know, in the Hebrew mindset, you are declared to be a man. They would say, today you are a man. You are a man. There's none of this thing that we call teenage where you sort of fake the next 15 years of your life and then decide, that you're, okay, I'll be an adult now. There is none of that. No, no. Uh, you're a young man. Okay, you're young. You're ignorant. You're inexperienced. But you're a young man. So Timothy was a young man, and Paul wanted him to go with him. Paul wanted Timothy to go on the journey. And he took him and circumcised him. Paul took Timothy, and he circumcised Timothy, which tells us that Timothy wasn't circumcised prior to this. And he did this because of the Jews who were in those parts, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. And so uh, apparently Timothy and his mother and father agreed for him to go with Paul. He went with him. He circumcised him to where Timothy would be able to go where Paul went. If Paul went into a synagogue, he would be able to go into a synagogue, okay? Even though he's half Jewish and half Greek, that circumcision was really, really important. So he did it for the Jews which were in those parts, not necessarily for Jews wherever they may go because they wouldn't know. They would never know. But they were really being uh, above board and very forthright about things, and Timothy agreed to this. Verse 4. Now, while they were passing through the cities, they were delivering the decrees which had been decided upon by the apostles and the elders who were in Jerusalem for them to observe. And this comes out of what you see in Acts 15. There were some questions and uh, there were some decrees and some answers that had come forth out of that. Verse 5. So the churches were being strengthened in the faith and were increasing in number daily. So do you see what the context is now? You see what's going on, what's happening here. Timothy was a true child in the faith to Paul because Timothy went with Paul. He traveled with Paul. And for the balance of Acts here, you'll see that Paul and Timothy are together. And Timothy learned through Paul, learned by his words and by his deeds. 
He learned what he needed to learn about the faith. And that's going to be really important for us to understand what Paul says to him in First and Second Timothy because Timothy had experiences. And just a couple things right here are already being described. They were strengthening the churches in faith. They were strengthening the church. How were they strengthening the churches? They were doing that by proclaiming the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, by doing that through the Spirit and through the Word. They were also delivering the decrees, things that had been decided. You know, uh, is it okay to eat this kind of meat? Is it, is it okay not to eat this kind of meat? That was those kind of questions that were coming up. And they were sharing what had been uh, decided by the apostles and the elders who were in Jerusalem. Timothy experienced all that. Timothy experienced the increase in number daily of the churches. And then when you read through Acts, you find out that Paul would send Timothy somewhere or leave him behind somewhere. And so what Paul is saying is that he wasn't a child in the flesh of his, okay? He wasn't even a child from the perspective that Paul was the one that shared the faith with him initially. But he was a child of the faith of Paul because he lived out that faith for the balance of both of their lives. You know, that is a wonderful, wonderful picture for us to consider. Well, I think we're going to see a lot as we explore First and Second Timothy. So uh, go out and invite other people to join us. Tell them they can just jump in right here, and we will journey together. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time. Mm-hmm.